0: Hey, it's your OptoLive team with your OptoLive podcast.
1: A rad program for personalized optimal living.
0: Enjoy today's episode. Hello, everybody. Uh, here we are again uh, with OptoLive, And uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about the chakras. Uh, in the room today, we've got uh, Linda Banner. Uh, we got Dr. Amy Banner. We got Kim Carlson. Uh, myself Eric Banner and Max is in the background so you will probably hear Max as well Uh, but we wanted to go through the chakras we've talked about them in the past and I think people are kind of wanting to know a little bit more about what these things are and how they operate so uh, we're gonna do an open discussion here does anyone want to want to jump in on what these things are anybody Go ahead, Eric. Well, I I think, and I love the quantum (laughs) physics side of it, (laughs) which is quantum physics is proving that 4% of the energy in the universe is seen and measurable. So that is us. 96% of the energy in the universe is unseen and unmeasurable. So if we were to think of that in ourselves, each atom, it's kind of looking at an atom. Each atom has about that much space. Right? So it's kind of funny when we look at each other, we're 96% mm-hmm. space, mm-hmm. but yet we see all the, we see the physical, it's kind of funny. Um, and so the chakras are our kind of our corridor or our bridge between the unseen energy and the seen energy. Mm-hmm. And so this ends up being kind of how they operate. Does anyone want to say in the group here, where are they located?
2: Located along your spine.
0: Yeah. yeah, and so do they start at the base of the spine, I guess, and mm-hmm. slowly move up? Um, so if we were to think of the names of these, we have Muladar at the base of the spine. Uh, and we're going to maybe go into some more details here in a minute. Uh, then we have Swadistan that is the next one. Mm-hmm. It's is our second chakra. It's above that, but below the navel. Mm-hmm. Manipur is a little above the navel.
2: Yeah, It's That's your right. solar plexus. Yep. You may have heard of that.
0: Yeah. And then we've got the heart chakra, Anahata chakra, at the heart center. That kind of makes sense. Um, and then we've got vishuddha or uh, which is at the throat center. And then we've got Ajna at the forehead. And then our last one is Sahasrara at the crown of the head. So these things are in the color of the rainbow. Mm-hmm right which is kind of cool so they start with red and then they go to um, orange and then we go to yellow and then green blue purple uh, violet you'll hear some different things and then the crown of the head is white or whatever um so it's also tied to acupuncture
2: right yes it is
1: well it's interesting because i think it's it's a hard thing to even wrap your brain around because, like you said, most of this is unseen energy. Yeah, you can't and, dissect them. Yeah and, yeah. and I think this is a passion of yours because, um, as we keep talking through it... Are you I mean, looking it's at me? The base of, yes, you are. <laughs> because and, and I know this was... And you, you were excited to do this podcast because I think um, it is such an integral part of... Our yoga um, and the philosophy and the practice and what you teach at the 200 and 500 hour and same thing Linda I mean this is something that you both I know have been studying and practicing and it's just part of it, it's all of us in this room can too and it's it's uh, but I think a lot of people have heard of it and it's very they're curious about what is it what do you do why is it important what does it right. mean and I think the thing that is the most relatable for people is something acupuncture is related to this because there are these there's this energy and that's how acupuncture works I mean this is something that's been studied and it's FDA approved and it's used for a lot of medical conditions right. um, even though we can't really see it we are starting to be able to measure it but we all we definitely can measure outcomes and see how it helps with this flow and and maybe some blocks that occur and um, so that's- well since it is
0: on the spine it's definitely tied mm-hmm. to the nervous system mm-hmm. so um, I know we'll you know get in more detail with what how this how these balances work at these different chakra systems and um, the imbalance might be coming uh, you know from the physical realm uh, back into the chakra that holds it up and it's usually our inabilities to uh, find balance in our life that we see that there might be disruption in um, You know the chakras and so ideally Just like everything else we want to rise up from the base chakra All the way to the crown chakra and this is our connection with you know Wisdom or our Creator however that works for you um, And so that is the idea of this um, when we get up into the brain region um What we're finding are four states. We've got a waking state, the dream state, our deep sleep state, and then pure awareness or silence. And I think for most of us as Americans, I mean, when do we really sit around and have silence in our mind?
2: We don't have a lot of still time. We
0: don't have a lot of still time, and yet we're called to try to find a way to be more connected uh, with something beyond ourselves, maybe our soul our purpose in life our creator and i think you know yoga is definitely not a religion it has nothing to do with that it has everything to do with more of a science or how can i become more spiritual in my life or more loving to myself or others uh, i mean yoga is bringing that to us and i think sometimes people get a little confused with the, the chakras like, oh, you know, is that some kind of religion? Uh, you know, this was much more of a science 5,000 years ago when they right. find that yoga is now being used as a way that people are like, there's something going on. This mm-hmm. is a pretty cool instrument. Mm-hmm. And how does this unseen, I'm sure they didn't call it that, at the time, but there, they knew there was something bigger than just the physical realm. They could feel it. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I think that unseen energy, we all have been around people who were like, they just feel good. They are good people right. to be around. And there's this and unseen the other energy yeah. that you can feel with people. And it's the same thing with right. maybe someone who's overly um, negative or, or, you know, you can feel that shift. in. Well,
0: energy. we say it, I get a bad vibe exactly i get a good vibe yeah. <laughs> so we we say this stuff and yet we don't yeah so this yeah. this is a way from a science perspective to maybe start to understand how does this stuff work mm-hmm. um you know i love quantification i love the fact that they're saying actually there's a ton of energy out in the, in the universe we just can't measure it we don't know what it is mm-hmm. but i think most of us in this room because we we do have faith Would say that that is probably our creator, or you know, whatever that gets to be uh, for you. In yoga, they call it prana. I think most of us in this room would call it the Holy Spirit. Others call it qi. I think in China, they call it qi. And um, so, whatever it is for you, but that's that unseen energy. There's a knowing that there's something something there. there, and what we're saying. Is that, or what they're saying is that the chakras are the ways in which this energy enters into the physical body. So it's kind of cool to start to think about it that way. Um, The goal of this, again, is to get the chakras in balance, right? Um,
2: And finding balance in your life is a common theme we're always battling, right? We're either overstimulated or understimulated, and you can go through that chakra system and refine it, as you say, or balance it out um, to be more at peace.
0: Yeah, and I think sometimes we can think of just these imbalances in our life, almost nebulous. But what's kind of cool with the chakras is we can start to break it down, right? Mm -hmm. And we can kind of start to think about that. Uh, and, and we'll, we'll get into that in more detail, um, but this, this journey, why do we want to do it? A practice of refining these or finding balance in these um, helps us to maybe understand the obstacles in our life and um, with those obstacles, maybe this ultimate goal is that we move this energy up through these chakras up into the higher, definitely the heart center, to communication to this Ajna at the forehead all the way to the crown of the head and um, is that, that this is where we find this non-dual state that actually wow we're actually one or others in yoga would call it moksha, or you know liberation whatever it used to be
3: I, I think it comes to listening to your body and feeling what's going on And one way of working with that energy is with Reiki. Mm -hmm. And Reiki works with the energy in the body. And it particularly works with these chakras. Right. And oftentimes they've discovered that dis-ease in the physical body begins with the energy body. Mm -hmm. And those chakras being out of balance. Right. That something's going on. We were talking about how you feel. You know how... You have a gut feeling at times. That's a perfect example of what's going on in Mula, in this area mm-hmm. that says, oh, wait, this isn't right. It's a gut feeling. If we have our chakras open, our intuitiveness makes us recognize, I've got to back out of that situation because right. we're listening to our body. Right. Other times we could be in a situation where we feel our heart opened up in the heart chakra and with that intuitively we become more open to receive all that's around us all that goodness and every time that we can be able to discriminate part of that discrimination goes back to these chakras and what's going on in the chakras
2: right Linda I love that and I love that we can learn and eat about each of them and it is a practice as you said Eric so when we start to right. learn about each chakra and you start to recognize when it's out of balance yes then you can Pause. Find that moment of stillness right. that we all are lacking in our yes. life, but recognize that that needs to happen. Yes. Yes. And what can we do to open that mm-hmm. that energy mm-hmm. center back up or balance it if it's over open, if it's over right. stimulated? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting mm-hmm. what you said because what steps in there
3: is fear. Yes. So fear takes us all the way back to the very first chakra.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're in survival mm-hmm. mode. Yeah. And mm-hmm. because we're
3: fight or flight, we're fearful of what might happen. And being able to rise above that fear gives us a discrimination between what is really going on in our life
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that's and good. making choices. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hopefully, we hope that this uh, has given you an opportunity to understand a little bit more about what the chakras are doing and how they operate. Uh, if you have any other questions, uh, definitely throw it out there. If you if you like this, subscribe to this um Podcast, uh, share it, please, uh, if you think it was helpful uh, to yourself or, or would be helpful for others. Um, with that, we're um, here to sign off and we wish all of you a wonderful day. Hey, this is the Optolive team
1: with your Optolive podcast.
0: And as always, breathe, eat, move, sleep. Move